0: Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristians.org slash message. Thanks for listening. Well, hey everybody and uh, welcome. How would you fill in this blank? I would love a fresh start in blank. I would love a fresh start with. Now, maybe you're on the, it would be nice end of the scale. Maybe you're all the way up on the, like, I'm just desperate for this to take place in my like, How would that be for you? How would you fill that in? And just a quick FYI, if you want to take a notes along with us, you use the QR code. You can go to the notes section there. Um, you can look at them later, just kind of remind you. And one of the other things I do is I always put about three or four questions that you can use if you've got a group that you're meeting with throughout the week or you just want to take home and uh, kind of you know work back um, with your family that way. Hopefully those are of help to you as well. Um, if you're online, you can just kind of put that in the chat right now. How would you fill in that blank because it's going to give you this reference point now without asking everybody we'll do kind of a general um, question here how many just kind of like moral support here how many would say I could think of an area of my life that I really would like a fresh start with can I just see your hands you know just for a minute there like lots of hands here put that in our chat just going along that way One of the things that we're going to find as we come into this new series called Fresh Start is it's not just a hope or it's not just a wish that we can have with us, but it's actually an offer that Jesus himself is going to extend to us. I think it's really interesting that we are wired for fresh starts. Here's one of the things I mean. Um, every 365 days, or you could say a full lap around the sun, we have a new year. And with the new year, we often make New Year's resolutions. Now, why would we make a New Year's resolution? Well, it's because we're thinking about some area of our life. It's like, well, this could use some improvement or adjustment. Or I'd really like a fresh start with that. How many have ever made a New Year's resolution? Come on, let me see. You've, you've ever made, I'm not gonna ask you if you, I'm not gonna ask you if you completed it or not. Okay, like almost everybody, right? How many are like, I don't make them anymore? Like, yeah, that hand's a shoot up. And, and I hope it's not because you just kind of like, yeah, what's the use? Or you kind of got jaded toward the whole thing that way. Because that longing is still there. You might just need a different mechanism. But going back to this wiring within us. Every 30 days, we have a new month. Every seven days, there's this new week. Every 24 hours, we have a new what? Yeah, a new day. And when we begin, just to be able to glean some of the perspective that God talks about when he talks about the new years, the new months, the new weeks, the new days, is he never uses the word another. It's not just another day or another week, but it is new, and there's a new or a freshness that he wants to extend with us. Something else that we just sense in our lives are the newness, the freshness that can come with a new season. You think about going back to school. There is a fresh start opportunity, right? When you're going from grade school up to middle school or middle school into high school. High school to college and, you know, college beyond. I remember those days, you know, went from Somerdale to middle school to Roosevelt to West High School to Maranatha and on a grad school, you know, to Northland beyond that. One of the things I'm really excited about on this particular weekend is the opportunity for the back-to-school blessings that each family and each of the family members, the, the ones that are going back to school, will have. And the reason I'm so excited is because I know this, it's going to make a difference. We're not doing what we're doing just to go like, oh, that'd be a nice thing to do as a church or kind of a churchy thing. But we know that if we'll just take this time and to put ourselves in the place of asking God to do something new, fresh in our lives, he is going to do that. And so I hope that you will avail yourself to that today. But we might have our fresh start that comes with a new job. Maybe it's a promotion that gives you that fresh start that way. Sometimes it comes in our locations New home or a new city, new state that we move to. Sometimes fresh start comes with relationships. It could be a new relationship that's starting or a newness in relationship that's going on that way. We're wired for that. It could be in marriage. It can be in, uh, with the addition to our family through adoption or the birth of a child that comes, comes into us that way. I think I know the answer to this. But I just think. So I gotta gotta find out if it's true or not. Would you agree? Do you have a longing in your soul for a fresh start when you find yourself in a place of either boredom or some burden that you're just being weighed down by? At a time that you're in pain or there's some problem that just seems overwhelming, or at a time you just feel stuck, like 18 months stuck in something called COVID 19. And it's like, I just want to get out. I want to get over it. I want a fresh start with this. How many of you would say, it's true, my soul does long for a fresh start when I find myself in one of these times? Would you just nod at that point? Yeah, if you're online, you can type nod into the chat. You know, as as you do that that way, so, I mean, that is a part of us. And as you find that to be the case, or the time that you find that to be the case, there is some really great news. And the news is this, it's it's going to be rooted in a truth that we're going to open up over these next couple of weeks. And I'll put it this way, and that is that life in Jesus actually begins with a fresh start and, get this, and it continues to offer them. Now, let's take a little bit closer look at this. Not just to be able to explore it, but I want for us to be able to experience it together. So if you happen to have a copy of the Bible with you, I want you to take it right now and turn with me. We're going to go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now if you don't have the physical Bible, but you got, you got your phone with you, open up a Bible app on this. I think it's really going to help you to see this. Take a couple notes in here. 2 Corinthians 5, we're going to start in verse 17, and we'll come back and keep referring here. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. There is a new creation. It has come. The old has gone, and the new is here. Now, this is pretty amazing what's being said here. You're just like, if you're in Christ, then there is something that's happened to you. And I just want to ask real quick, how many here would say... um, I've received Jesus. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but if you say, like I've received Jesus as my Savior. Can I just see your hand? Like if, if, if you've done that. Okay, so there's something that's being said here to you. Now we're like, what exactly is being said here? Well, in part it's saying this, that, that, we're, that we're new, that we're different. So I thought, maybe to help us to you know, kind of wrap our heads around it, I'd, I'd start by just showing you a picture. This is a picture of me before I received Jesus. I to go back in the archives, you know, kind of back in history that way. Now, this is a picture of me after I received Jesus. You see the difference? Like, whoa, like... And that was just, like, for the rest of us, right? Like, on the outside, like, from the day before, the time after, like... I was still me. like I still look like me. So it's not talking about that part changed, but something did change. In fact, God gave us a revelation. That means he told us something that was going on and is true that we might not know if he hadn't pointed out. And as soon as we understand it from God, it's like, I, I, can, I, I can attest to that. So what is it that's new? What happened in us? It's as if Jesus, when we opened ourselves up to him, that he took a measure of his resurrection power and he just dropped it into the pool of your life. Now, you've probably seen before. You've taken a stone and you've just dropped it into a pool of water. And as soon as you did it, you saw the ripples, right? And the ripples just kind of kept going out and out and out. That's what 2 Corinthians 5.17 is going to be telling us. There are ripples that are occurring in your life. In fact, when it says here the old is gone, don't hear it saying that just like that, everything that was a problem in your life was gone because everybody here knows that that's what. Like, that's not true. That didn't happen. But what did happen is this, that when that measure of resurrection power dropped into your life, that which had a grip on you, that which had been unbreakable, something began to happen, and its grip on you began to loosen. A better way to put it here, when it says the old is gone, would be the old began to fade. The old began losing its power in your life. Now, let me be technical just for a second here, if you want to make a note or two here. That phrase, the old is gone, it's a verb, and it's a aorist, active, tense verb. Now, Here's the the significance of it. Eris means there's an action that took place in the past, but active means it's continuing today. So when the Bible says the old is gone, something happened and the old began losing its grip. It began fading and it is continuing. Those ripples are continuing on today because of the new resource that you got when you got Jesus, that resurrection power, the Holy Spirit within you, Something began to happen so that what once held you and defined you, that began to change. It's called progressive sanctification, which means this ongoing working of God in you. Now, it's not just on the negative, but it also says this, and the new is here. This is also a verb, the new is here, but it's different from the first one. This is a perfect active, again, Significance is this. Perfect means there is an action that has taken place that is being called out and has special worth to it and active, it's continuing on. In other words, when Jesus came to you, he came to bring life change. Life change that was going to help you, help you to be the person that you could be, to be more like him. Jesus came to you and he came to me just as I was. But he said... My promise is I'm going to continue to work in your life. I am going to be a person that can help you with transformation. Now, I think that is especially good news for us. And as we're just thinking about what does that mean, verse 18 goes on to tell us this, that there's more. It goes on to say this, that all of this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Jesus. No. I think this is a special worth. Reconciliation means now and present. When we think about being forgiven, forgiveness deals with the past. If you forgive somebody for something that they did, they hurt you, they transgressed against you, you can forgive them and put the past behind you, but it doesn't mean that you have a current relationship with them, does it? In fact, you may think of some people right now like, "I've forgiven them, but we do not we're not good. We don't have this ongoing relationship. Reconciliation is we're good. and in fact, we are growing in relationship together. And that's what the scripture is telling us here, that with God, we are now in this relationship with Him, not only forgiven, but something that he wants to have continuing to move ahead and forward in our lives. So Let me just stop for a second and ask. Have you been reconciled to God? Has there been a time that you've received what Jesus has done for you? If not, this is God, God speaking to us today. Verse 20 says, we implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. For God made him, Jesus, who had no sin to become sin for us, so that in him, that is in Jesus, we could become the righteousness of God. And as God's co-workers, we urge you. Don't receive the God's grace in vain, for he says, In the time of my favor, I heard you. In the day of salvation, I have helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. If you haven't trusted Jesus, there is no better time than now to receive him and to open yourself up to what Jesus wants to do in your life. He said, I want to do a fresh work. I want to do a new work, and I want to do something that is ongoing. New life. It begins with a fresh start, but then it continues to offer him. So if there was something that you thought about um, when we ask up front, kind of our anchor point, what area of your life, relationship, what area would you want a fresh start in now? Where do you need that? With that in mind, would you read these next words from Lamentations with me together? Everybody, and if you're at home, um, just read them out loud as we go through this together. We want you to be a part of this with us. Ready? For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Let's read them again. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Now it's talking about God's compassions, right? So one more time, everybody with conviction. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Now this is a Great truth. Just kind of tuck away, you know, kind of put in a little plaque that you could see that new and afresh. It is powerful. But it moves from powerful to truly life-saving, when you find it in its context that it's given. We're to look just a couple verses back. Lamentations three, verse 19, says this: "I remember my affliction and my wandering. The bitterness and the gall. I remember them well and my soul is downcast within me. It's like the dark night of the soul. This is, think about one of the deepest, darkest times that you were at in your life. And yet this I call to mind. And therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we're not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning Great is your faithfulness. These words were initially given to people that were in deep despair. You could say it was the worst time of their life. In fact, it was Israel's darkest day. They were given by Jeremiah to Israel at the time that Israel, the city of Jerusalem, had just been sacked. That is, it's been conquered, the walls are broken down, the temple of God It was a wonder of the world. It had been burned, and every brick leveled to the ground. The people of Israel were now being taken away in chains, captive to another land. It doesn't get much worse than that. And it's to those people at that time that God says, there is a message that you need and there is a message that I know that you are going to need tomorrow. And that's when he spoke these words. God said, you, this is the message that you are going to need. That you need a fresh hope. You need what I can give to you now and what only I can give to you. And so God tells him this. If you will look to me, at this time in your life, when you are so need of hope and help, if you will look to me rather than your circumstances, then I will give to you what you need for today. This is perspective. Perspective is that we can view God through our circumstances. and if we do, we will lose faith. Or we can view our circumstances through God and if we do we will find hope. Let me come help us to just kind of connect with this ourselves. Um, I remember when um, Fox River was just um, at the place that we were were getting ready to launch it. And in the process of launching Fox River a number of things took place and it caused us to lose about 60% of everybody that was here. We were building a $3.1 million building, our first phase out here, and we were down to 150 people. Now, when we looked at everything that just happened and how things were just seemed like like all the wheels were falling off, if we would have just looked at what we were doing through our circumstances, we could have concluded this, God's not in it we should stop right now. You know, let's not, you know, let's not move ahead and let's just kind of like, you know, just settle for, you know, for the small, you know, group of people that we could be that way. Or what we chose to do is to view our circumstances through God. God, we know that you've led us here. We don't know what you've got in front of us, and because we went through what we did, When Fox River birthed, when it launched and became everything that it did, we couldn't take credit for ourselves. We were just going like, this is such a God thing. Now, I learned that lesson then. So you'd think, I wouldn't need to learn it again. But you want to know what the truth is? I need to keep learning this this over and over and over again. Because when negative circumstances come into my life, I am so tempted to view God in light of my circumstances. How about you? You find out you have cancer, and are the first things you begin thinking this, God, why don't you love me? God, why don't you care for me? When we pray you know, for people and for healing, and some are healed and then the other people aren't, do we begin you know, thinking like, well, God loves them more than he loves me? What is it that's going on in your life right now? Maybe it was a breakup. Maybe it was some dream that you had. Maybe you were hoping to make the team, and you didn't. Maybe it was just, you know, that you have been grossly misunderstood by a group of people at school. And you're still carrying that with you right now. If you start thinking about God in light of your circumstances, that's why we lose hope. We lose our faith. But when we take the moment and go like, i got to view my circumstances in light of God Everything changes. Same circumstances, but everything is new and fresh with us. So what do we do this week with what we've been given, right? New life in Jesus. It comes with a fresh start, and it's a series of them. What do I do with that? Let me give us two actions to help us this week to begin to experience more of this freshness that God wants for us and to prepare us for that next that is coming our way. So, first thing we want to do is this. We want to make sure that every day we do these two things. At the end of our day, we take time to give thanks and we also take a moment to pray. Now, what are we doing when we give thanks? Because the scripture says this, in every circumstance... Give thanks, because this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. We're taking a moment to find something that you could sincerely thank God for. Worst day of your life, but you're going like, but God, this is what I want to just say thank you for. And you do that. You're putting God back in front of your circumstances. And then taking a moment to pray, it's asking him, God, would you help me? with this area that I desperately need or this area that I so want help in that's fresh start I'm looking for now if you happen to be married I want to ask you for the next 7 days would you do this with your spouse end of the day thank god for one thing and take a moment and pray together if you got kids Would you invite them? I didn't say make them. I invite them to join with you, you sharing with them one thing that you're thankful for, one thing that you are having to deal with or struggle with in your life, and then just invite them to pray with you about that. Let me ask you could you do that? Could you, this week, every day, thank God before you go to bed and take a moment and pray? How many could do that? Just kind of just, we, you could do that. I mean, you could do. So this is something that you can do. And then, every day, in the morning, to do these two things. To open the word, and then again, to pray. Why would we do that? Well, Jesus showed us the way to new and fresh with God. Mark tells us that, Um, Jesus, as was his custom, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he got up, he left the house, and he would go off, and he would find a place to pray. Now, why did Jesus do that? Because he knew that there was something that could be new and fresh coming from God that day. We describe salvation, rightfully, as a gift of God, right? It's a gift of God. You don't have to work for it. In fact, you can't work for it. You can't earn it. Jesus has done everything we need to be able to receive it, but what we need to do is to receive that gift because God doesn't make anybody become a child of his, does he? Doesn't make him do that. But the gift is available to him. The mercies of God, these fresh helps of God each day, the fact that he cares for you, the compassions of God, it's the exact same thing. Every morning... The compassions of God are new for you. But what we need to do is we need to receive them. And so often we leave them on the counter, so to speak, unopened, unappropriated, unused. Oftentimes just because we're busy and we just kind of move into our day, we rush into it that way. This week it's going to be different. This week... We're going to just take that moment and say, God, I remember that your mercies are new every day. In fact, if you want, again, you can use the QR code on the screensavers. We've actually put Lamentations 323. You can put that on your phone if you want, just kind of that reminder. But here's what we'll do. We're going to take a moment, and we're just going to let God speak to us. How we are going to do that? We're just going to open up a Bible, or we're going to take what we have done here for years is um, we've encouraged everybody to download the Bible app. So you've got it with you on your phone, and then sign up for the verse of the day. Now, if you're new, you're like, I haven't heard about that before. Here's how that works. Again, download the app, sign up for the verse of the day, and every morning you get texted a new word from God. Um, there's a little video story if you want to click on that. It usually takes about a minute or two to watch that. But here's what happens you start your day opening yourself up to God. This word from Him that comes into your life. And it's that recognition like, wait, you know, like God is with me. God is going to be with me today with all the stuff that I've got going on. And then after you've done that, just take a moment to pray. Pray to the one. Whom you've been reconciled with, right? Because reconciliation is about, I'm good with God, but it's an ongoing relationship. And to say, God, help me to move today into my day with you. Now, can you do that? Could you just open up the verse of the day and let God speak to you, and could you take a moment to pray? Could you do that? Just shake your head. Like, we, we can do this. Here's what we're going to do by doing it. We're going to discover that our fresh start, it may be the fresh start of the day, it may be the fresh start of something new and important, maybe the fresh start of something that is just so great a struggle in our lives. Our fresh start is actually rooted in Jesus. Now, that's not preacher talk, <laughs> not, not just a trite saying that we're trying to get out there. But this is a fact because God's emphatic you receive Jesus he began a new working in you and he has new compassions, new mercies. You can say it this way. He's got new grace for you every day and we don't want to miss it. Now if you haven't trusted Jesus those words today is the day of salvation I hope will be your declaration. Today is the day that I open my life up and receive Jesus. Would you pray with me, church? God, thank you that you are active in our lives and that when tomorrow a new day comes, it can come with new grace. For those that are here now, Jesus, and they realize that you became sin for them. Your death on the cross was for them. Your resurrection, it was a declaration of God is satisfied. And we come with this prayer, Jesus, I realize I need you. I want you. And today I want to ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. If that's your prayer, and it is the first time you're praying it, to receive Jesus, can I ask you, would you just lift a hand for a moment, saying, Guy, that's my prayer today. Yeah, cool. If you're watching online, just please put that in the chat for us. Yeah. Thank you for your saving grace, Jesus, again, that's going forth. And help us to take these two simple yet life-impacting action steps. Plug them in this week and experience you at work in our lives. We pray this in your name, and everybody in agreement said, amen. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River Podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.